Hello and welcome to Weep Spawn. We talk about anything and everything related to anime and gaming. We are by no means experts, just huge fans. I'm your host, Bobby, and I'm riding solo today. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about Apex Legends. Uh, as always, spoilers ahead. I don't know exactly how spoilers would work for this game since it's been out for so long and is still continuing. So if you are not from the gaming community or for some reason you've been living under a rock and have no idea what Apex Legends is, Apex Legends is a free-to-play battle royale FPS game developed by Respawn Entertainment and published by EA, Electronic Arts. It was released for PS4, Windows, and Xbox One in February of 2019, and later for the Switch in March of 2021, and for PS5 and Xbox Series X or NS in March of 2022. The mobile version of the game, designed for touchscreen, titled Apex Legends Mobile, was released in May 2022 on Android and iOS, but I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, just a few days ago, uh, this is May 8th of 2023, I believe it closed down. I don't think that's anymore. And yes, if you guys are listening to this, I apologize for <laughs> recording it this day when it was supposed to be released this day, but life happens and I apologize. <laughs> but one of the reasons why I decided to talk about this game is one my co-host doesn't play this game only I play this game he's not too much into FPS's he's played a little COD back in the day uh, I don't really think he plays it anymore and he's more now into like RPG storytelling games I still play some FPS's uh, mainly Apex and I'm starting to get into uh, some Valorant here and there um, not much Fortnite anymore <laughs> but one of the reasons I also wanted to do it today was the season 17 will be coming out tomorrow. So I figured, hey, why not talk about Apex Legends? Every, all the criteria kind of fit, and I think it's just the perfect set for it. So going based on that, if you didn't know, in uh, Apex Legends, you can have a maximum of three people. You can also do duos. Uh, if you want to go solo, you would have to queue up for duos or trios and then uh, hit no fill on your teammates. So there is no like actual solo si or, uh, uh, game mode. I, I couldn't, I'm stumbling over my words because I couldn't think of uh, what it was called. <laughs> but either way, you typically have up to 60 people. So that's either 20. Three people squads, three person squads uh, if you're playing trios, or 30 duos if you're playing duos. Uh, they do have a rotating map. I believe. I. They usually do like four different map, or th is it like three or four different maps uh, for rotations it's kind of nice having like different maps to go in uh unlike fortnite that is typically your own like 
stationary. Well, I shouldn't say stationary. It is actually constantly evolving. And I know there's... <laughs> I might as well... Mm, do I want to answer this? I guess I'll save that for the question of the day. Fortnite versus Apex. What do you choose? Because I have a feeling it's... Maybe not as controversial as it used to be, but it's definitely a lot of people are like, are you Fortnite, Apex? Uh, I guess Warzone actually is getting pretty popular as well. I played a little bit of that. So I guess now it kind of has like, kind of has some competition, but Apex has its own pros and cons, which I'm sure I'll delve plenty into in this. So going off of that, uh, you essentially, it's your, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Apex, oh, this is something I didn't know. Apex Legends is set in the same science fiction universe as Respawn's Entertainment Titanfall series, with several characters from Titanfall appearing either as minor characters or playable legends. That's interesting. Uh, I've never actually played Titanfall, so I don't know what characters came from there so if you know uh go ahead and let me know but it's nice playing like different characters because their voice lines do kind of tell you like a little bit of it like there's one character named watson she's actually the i believe the developer for the like the closing circle that hurts you when uh it ends or like to push you towards the center. I believe she is like the creator of it. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I'm like 99% sure she is. Speaking of the Apex characters that I keep calling characters, they are called legends in this. Hence the name Apex Legends. As of right now, I believe there's 23, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, with the 24th one coming in as Ballistic, as the newest one for Season 17. Also, just, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Season 16 that we are currently in that's ending uh, but leave today and tomorrow starts the new season um, is the only season I can remember we did not get a new character so that was interesting but we did get some new like game modes and how they changed over the years so going through that <laughs> excuse me going uh, through the Apex Legends one quick thing to note is that unlike other battle royales like Warzone or Fortnite, the Apex Legends actually have abilities. They typically have a passive, one like standard ability, and then a ultimate ability. So I'll go through those real quick. So first off, uh, I'm just going to go in alphabetical order. We have Ash, and her passive is called Marked for Death. You can scan death boxes to mark the locations of any surviving party members. This ability also allows Ash to see any recent death boxes on the map. So as you're playing the game, if you look at your mini map, 
it will see little skulls appear. Uh, it only works on your minimap, like on in the game, not when you actually access the map and look at it from like an eagle eye point of view, I guess, like when you actually hit the map button, but just the minimap on your screen, you can see that. Uh, it could be actually really nice, especially like if you just come and you notice like a death box just appeared like on your minimap. So you go and you're like, oh, hey, the enemy team is like over there that just killed him. So it can be nice. She's, oh, by the way, she is considered an assault hero. Legends now are categorized as assault, skirmisher, recon, support, or control. Uh, assault heroes can have 20 extra ammo per slot. Um, you typically can only get 60 ammo per, well, I guess it depends on what gun you get, because I, I think, I believe it's like sniper and shotgun only get like 28 or something like that. But essentially you can get 20 more, uh, uh, essentially another stack of ammo almost uh, with the assault heroes. And there's also assault bins that if you unlock them, you get uh, the next like tier loot for whatever attachments you have for your gun. So if you had a blue stock, you typically will find a purple stock. Skirmishers can check the care packages as they come down and then you can mark the highest tier loot in there so if it's a red weapon if it's a purple shield a gold shield you can mark it to see what it is a recon unit or legend as you say you can find a recon beacon and it will scan the entire map and will show you uh, the locations of everyone on the map for a brief moment then you have support heroes who can open up supply support supply bins which will give you more shield batteries and med kits typically and also you can craft expired banners uh through the replicator i'll get into more of this stuff in a little bit in case you guys don't know like you're like banners batteries what is he talking about i don't know i'll get into them in just a second i'm just trying to give a loadout of all these people real quick and then we have, uh, lastly, controllers uh, who get like their own little beacon that uh, lets you know where the next circle is. And so that way you can prepare. So back to Ash. Her ability is Arc Snare. You throw a snare that te tethers and damage enemies who get too close. So if they're trying to run away, you're like, nah. And then your ultimate is Phase Breach. Tear into the dimensional wall to create a one-way portal in the direction of Ash is facing. She gets like this little sword thing and you slash into the world and you can do a one-way teleport. Not to be confused with Wraith that we'll discuss a little later on. Bangalore, another assault hero. Passability double time when taking damage from enemies. You will move at a faster pace for a brief moment so it can be really clutch her uh, ability her tactical ability is a smoke launcher it's exactly what it sounds like you shoot a basically smoke grenade and it's good to, to cover if you need to revive down teammates or if you just need to run away her ultimate ability is called rolling thunder you shoot out a flare essentially and missiles will drop down from where you put your flare and move forward like uh, i don't know how far it goes like 
20 meters, maybe. Uh, and then there will be a brief delay, and then it will explode, and anyone caught in that will obviously take damage and also be, like, disoriented and slow. Next, we have Bloodhound, who is a recon. His passive ability is Tracker. He, uh, his ability allows this hunter to see the footprints left behind by enemy players. And you also now get, like, this little crow thing. So if you find the crow, it will go towards the direction of the nearest group towards you. His tactical ability is Eye of the Allfather. It's very similar. Uh, if you ever played Overwatch, uh, Widowmaker's uh, ultimate ability that reveals everyone like through walls and stuff. But this is only a one-way thing. So you shoot out like a little scan thing that's the direction you're facing. So if you scan it and there's someone behind you, it won't pick it up, but if you scan it in front, it goes through walls and everything, so you will temporarily be able to see um, any enemies in your scanned area for a brief moment of time. Uh, your ultimate ability is Blood Hunt. It's basically a stim pack, almost. It lets you move a lot faster, and it highlights your prey. Your vision kind of becomes like black and white, but then all your enemies and their footprints are really like red, so it's easier to find people too. So you can increase like movement speed and you can pretty much find people relative with relative ease. Catalyst, who is the newest member, uh, well, Ballistic will be the newest member, but I don't know too much about him, so I, I don't want to say, well, I don't know if like anything will get nursed, but I guess I should go over Ballistic real quick. His passive ability is Sling. You store a third weapon in your Sling, access via inventory or character utility action. Um, you cannot take attachments to it, but uh, with his ultimate ability, uh, Tempest, when activated, nearby teammates get faster reload, faster unarmed move speed, and infinite ammo and ballistic sling weapon will be equipped and upgraded to gold. So, whatever you put it into sling automatically pretty much becomes a gold weapon when you use your ability. His tactical ability is called Whistler. Shoots a projectile that heats up an enemy's gun as they shoot. Overheating causes damage. So I don't know too much about his abilities and everything, if it's going to get tweaked or whatnot. Next, we have Catalyst, who is considered a controller. Passive ability, Barricade. She can reinforce doors, strengthen them, and lock in them to enemies. Spaces where doors have been can be, uh, that have been destroyed can be reinforced. So she, uh, Catalyst has, like, controls this, like, black tar substance, and when you, normally if you close a door, you can break it, I believe, in two melee hits. But if you reinforce it, I believe it takes like six. So it could be really nice. Tactical ability, piercing spikes. Throw out a patch of the pharaoh fluid, which turns into spikes when enemies are near. Uh, Catalyst is immune to enemy spikes. Just kind of like how uh, we'll talk about caustic next, how caustic is immune to enemy caustic's gas as well. Ultimate ability, Dark Veil, raise a permeable wall of feral fluid. Enemies who walk through it will be slowed and partially blind for a brief time. Basically, a big tar wall that comes up in a vertical motion. Um, I don't exactly know how far it goes, but it can go pretty far. It's good for cover. People can't see through it. 
And if you're an enemy, if you go through it, you get uh, blinded, like I said, for a short period of time. It could be very annoying. Caustic is next. Again, a controller. Passive ability knocks vision. Passive ability lets him see through his gas attacks. So that's essentially just his passive ability. He can see through his gas attacks and also enemy caustics. His tactical ability knocks gas trap. It's a canister you just lay down in places and if an enemy walks near, it will automatically spray out gas and start uh, hurting the enemy. The ultimate ability is knocks gas grenade. Just like your little traps, it's just in grenade form and you shoot it out and yeah, people die in the gas. <laughs> crypto uh, passive ability, or crypto is also a recon unit or legend. His has Neuralink while using surveillance drone enemies within 30 meters of the team are marked for everyone to see. And tactical ability is the surveillance drone. He can fly a drone. And the good thing is with this, he can also pick up if you die and uh, you can't get revived or you get killed outright. You can pick up banners, which you use to respawn uh, your friends, allies. And with the drone, you can actually pick up banners from their death boxes without being there. And then you can also revive them through your drone. So he can be very good. Uh, I don't think he is in the meta right now. I'm I'm not too caught up on the meta, so I can't tell you. Uh, his ultimate ability is Drone EMP. You will detonate an EMP with your drone that uh, deals shield damage, staggers enemies, and disables traps. So if you happen to be fighting like a Watson and a Caustic team, this could be very strong. He's just very reliant on his drone, and when you're in your drone, you obviously can't move your body, so just be careful with that. We have Fuse who is an assault hero, passive ability, grenader. He can stack grenades in piles of two instead of one. He can also launch them with his arm cannon, firing them faster, further, and more accurately compared to other legends. So if you like using grenades, think of picking them up because for each stack, you can hold two. So while some hero can hold like, would have like two or three, you can have four to six. It's really nice. Tactical ability Knuckle Cluster is a cluster bomb that deals damage on impact for turning into several smaller explosives. This can inflict self-damage, so you gotta be careful if you accidentally shoot it too far, but it also has a really long range. It can be pretty busted. If he is a great assault hero if you like to deal damage. He doesn't his weakness is he doesn't have any mobility, so just be aware of that. His uh, ultimate ability, the mother load, you shoot a mortar in the air that encircles the target in a wall of flames. And anyone who is caught, I believe, in it or takes damage of it is revealed for a short period of time. Then we have Gibraltar, otherwise known as Gibby. He is a support hero. His passive ability is gun shield. When you aim down sights, he gets a little shield on his arm that will protect him. So... Just be careful if you're fighting a Gibraltar and you're trying to get headshots, you might have to break his shield first, so he might do more damage to you first, so just be aware of that. Then his uh, tactical ability is Dome of Production. You basically, exactly what it says, you put down this little force film of a dome and you can't shoot through it and enemies can't shoot through it either, so just gotta be aware. It's not a like one-way thing, it's two ways you... 
You black them out, but you also black yourself out. His ultimate ability, defensive bombardment. It's kind of like Bangalore's Rolling Thunder. You get a, you call for air support using like a little flare, except this is more concentrated and it's like a mortar strike rather than a missile that covers land going forward. This is a very concentrated area. Next, we have Horizon, who is, I believe, a skirmisher? <laughs> Maybe assault. I'm not actually 100% control. Uh, passability spacewalk. Increase air control and reduce fall impact. So there's a thing when you fall from, like, if you're flying, if you use um, uh, either Val Valkyries all, or, like, when you first start the game, or there's uh, certain towers, and they're even making a new... Um, item that will allow you to take up a zip line and then you fly like a, re a redeploy tower i believe is what it's called you fly up and then you'll be able to like free fall down and so with that you basically that little bump for the second you have when you land uh, she gets rid of that uh q or tactical ability gravity lift um you place down a little device and you can float in the air can be used for maneuverability. A lot of people use it to get height and shoot down people. A lot of good uses. Ultimate ability, black hole. You throw out some, again, device that will pull a bunch of people towards them, um, just like it, like a black hole, and it will give a blast at the end. So it's good to throw this if you know people are stuck inside and then throw a shit ton of grenades. Then we have Lifeline, who is a support hero. Go figure with the name. A passive ability. She can res you without actually resing you. She has a drone that you can go up to someone and res. So normally when you're resing people, you have to stay there, pick them up, and then they're up on their feet. With Lifeline, you just go up to them, hit revive, and a little drone will revive them for you while you're free to shoot or engage or do whatever you need to. Tactical ability is heal drone. She can also lay down a drone that will heal you. So instead of having to use any of your medical supplies, she can heal you right then and there. Her ultimate ability is care package. And the good thing about this is it will always give you or like someone in your team the next tier up. So if you all have blue shields or let's say two of you guys have purple shields and you and someone has a blue shield, if you call in a care package, 99% of the time you'll get a purple shield. So your buddy can have purple, and then if you have like a blue attachment, you can, there's a chance for you to get a purple attachment. If you have no attachments for a gun, uh, you could get an attachment for the gun. Generally, every time you get this care package, you're always going to get some upgraded item attachment something so it's pretty good it's gotten a lot better over the years before when you used to use this it would take like i swear it felt like five minutes for this sucker to like low like to finally come down at least like a minute or two and now when you do it it takes like 15 seconds 15 20 seconds from the time you find a spot go like and then just i know i'm great at sound effects and yeah, it, it's definitely gotten better over the time. 
Next, we have Loba, who is also a support hero. Passive ability, Eye for Quality. You can see nearby epic and legendary loot through walls. Um, with a short range as your black market, which is your ultimate. So with her, you can see anything that's purple or gold in, uh, within a certain radius of you, even through walls. So if you want to be a loot goblin, here's perfect legend for you. Tactical ability, Burglar's Best Friend. You uh, have this bracelet that you can toss in the air to a certain distance, and then you can teleport it to. Good for escaping, um, good mobility, yeah, all around good. Ultimate ability, Black Market. You can place a portable device that allow you to teleport nearby loot to your inventory. Each friendly or enemy legend can take up to two items. So if you don't close it, enemies can use your Black Market. It's really nice uh, if you go to like a hot drop and because you get your ultimate pretty fast as Loba and you can steal stuff from people or you can even like if you notice a care package coming down, if you time it right, you can actually steal it from people. It's pretty nice when you do that. We have Mad, Mad Maggie. Uh, she is an assault hero and her passive ability is Warlord's Ire. Temporarily highlight enemies you damage and move faster with a shotgun. So normally in a lot of uh, FPS games, when you're holding your weapon, you will run or sprint slower than if uh, you put them away. Same thing with Apex. Except with Mad Maggie, if you're holding a shotgun, you run the same amount of speed as if you holstered your weapon. So if you are a shotgun person, maybe think about picking up Mad Maggie. Tactical ability, Riot Shield. Fire drill that burns enemies through obstacles. This actually works in Jabor's shield as well. So if you see them hiding in the shield or trying to res someone, you can shoot this and a fire drill will like peek out through them. If you play Warzone, you know this ability as well. Ultimate ability, Wrecking Ball. Throw a ball that releases speed boosting uh, pads and detonates near enemies. So this can blow up and deal some damage, but mostly it's used for maneuverability with all the pads that come up and you can move and go through them. Then we have Mirage, a skirmisher, passive ability. Now you see me, whenever you are struck down um, or you revive someone, uh, you become invisible for a moment of time. And when you revive someone and pick someone up, uh, you and your teammate get uh, invisibility for a few seconds. That wasn't always the case. Before, you would just be invisible, and then as soon as you picked them up, you would both uh, come out of invisibility. But now you actually save cloaked for yourself, so it's pretty good. Tactical ability, psych out. You just throw a decoy of yourself out in a one direction, and if someone shoots it, you can see uh, where it goes. Ultimate ability, vanishing act. You send out multiple copies of yourself in a bit of a circle as you become invisible. So it's good to trick people and try to get out alive. Then we have Newcastle, who is a support hero or legend. Passive ability, retrieve the wounded. You can actually drag enemies. He's one of the few, uh, like Lifeline, that has something you can do while your enemy is down. Instead of Lifeline being able to just res you right then and there, Newcastle, with his knockdown shield, can uh, block bullets and actually drag you away. So he can drag you while reviving you. So if you're like, you can't make it around the corner, Newcastle can pick you up or start reviving you and drag you around the corner while his shield protects you. So it could be really good. 
type of ability mobile shield you throw a controllable drone that creates a moving energy shield um not much to say about that it's a moving energy shield it blocks bullets and uh again it's like the dope raw you can't shoot through it and they can't shoot through you and it's only facing one direction so just be careful Ultimate ability, Castle Wall. Leap to an ally or target area, slam down, creating a fortified stronghold. This can be really nice if one of your teammates is caught out. You can leap to them, or if you're in a space where there's no cover, you can do this. And it's a little fortified wall. And it's really nice because people can't jump through it. Because if they do, they get, like, zapped. And, yeah, it can be a nice defensive uh, wall. Octane. Passive ability, Swift Men. Octane will gradually recover his health over time, which is handy for the number of scraps he gets into. Uh, his passive ability, he slowly regenerates health, which he needs because all his ability... Well, I don't know if his ultimate ability takes away health anymore, but his tactical ability, Stim, um, after injecting himself with a stimulant, Octane will move considerably faster at the cost of some of his health. And even like holding a gun, you will still run super fast if you don't have a gun you'll be even faster so that's why he has the passive ability of being able to self-recover because his ability causes him to lose health ultimate ability is a lunch pad with a simple toss of a lunch box octane can propel himself and anyone on the matter off to great heights so you hit the pad you jump in the air and then you also get a chance to do like a double jump um Great for mobility, getting your team out of uh, a sticky situation, or just getting the hell out of town. He is usually always up in the tier list. Uh, I see a lot of people always play uh, Octane. Yeah, Pathfinder, probably my favorite legend. He is a skirmisher now. Uh, passive ability, insider knowledge. Um, it allows you... Uh, oh, this is old. Um, he his passive ability changed now before you would have uh, recon beacons because he was a recon and uh, before they this season when they split them all up um, now he's a skirmisher now before when you do a recon beacon you would see the next location of the circle and then you would get your ultimate automatically charged up and 10% reduce now his passive ability is if you used your skirmisher ability of checking like a uh, care package that's where you get your minus 10 uh, seconds off your, or it's either 10 seconds or 10 percent off your ultimate cooldown technical ability is a grappling hook uh you can use it as a grappling hook to bring you up places uh grapple actual people if you can manage to hit them uh, it's just a standard grappling hook. Not, I don't know much more to say about that. Ultimate ability is a zipline gun. You can shoot uh, a zipline pretty far distance and have all your characters go all to safety. Then we have Rampart, who is a controller as well. Tactical ability. Um, that's weird why they didn't put the map. Uh, passive ability, modded loader, increased magazine capacity, and faster reloads when using LMGs and the minigun. So if you use any, if you like the LMG, you will essentially get a free extended bag. There is 
the different rarities, obviously, um, white, blue, purple, gold. And essentially her passive is if you have a white, it's like you have a blue. If you have a blue, it's like you have purple and so on. If you don't have anything, it's like uh, having a uh, white on it. Tactical ability, amped cover. Build up a cover wall, which deploys a full cover amped wall that blocks incoming shots and it amps outgoing ones. So this one is actually a one-way thing. So enemies who shoot this wall um, is like a shield, but when you shoot through it, uh, it's actually empowered. So it can be really nice. Ultimate ability, and place a minigun at Sheila. You can place a mountain machine gun that anyone can use, or you can hold it and use it. Honestly, I never have any luck with this. I've never really seen people ever really use miniguns unless you have like a full team and there's only like you're fighting a team that only has like one person left. That's typically the only time I ever see someone use this. We have next up Revenant and he is an assault hero, passive ability, stalker. He can move faster than others while crouching and can climb higher. So normally... Again, like FPS, most FPS games, when you crouch, you will go at a slower speed than if you're walking or sprinting. With this, when you crouch, uh, not only do you get the benefits of crouching of not making noises or making less noise, you also move at the same pace as someone who is walking. So that's essentially what it does. And also you can climb higher. That can become handy. Tactical ability is silence. You throw out this like ball of dark energy i guess is the best way to uh do it and if it hits someone you disable all their abilities for 10 seconds so it can be really strong especially if someone's trying to like run away and you cut off their abilities or if you're managed to get it right before a team fight it's really good ultimate ability death totem put this totem down and you and your teammates will spawn back to it when you die so essentially all your health uh, will become like this red and blackish color bar at the bottom and you can go in and fight. And when uh, thing is, even if you have shields, your shields don't work while you're in this, let's say, death state. And then uh, you can go in and fight. And then if you lose all your health, you get teleported back to the totem. And but you still lose like half your health, I believe. But obviously you will have all your shields back that you had before going because your shields don't take any damage. It's just your straight health. Then we have Seer. He's a recon. His passive ability is Heartseeker. While aiming down sights, you can pinpoint the location nearby enemies players within 75 meters. It's basically a uh, what was it? Heartbeat sensor in COD. If you've ever played it like that. Tactical ability, focus of attention. You send a cylindrical cone of micro drones towards your, emperor, towards your enemies, temporarily interrupting the cooldowns of abilities and revival players, and they can go through walls and locate, uh, reveal the locations of enemies. This could be a bitch to play against, especially if you're in the middle of reviving someone and you see this come through and it stops you because it damages you and everything. And it's really annoying because, like I said, it also reveals your location for a little bit. Ultimate ability exhibit. Sphere creates a dome using thousands of micro drones, revealing the location of any enemies within the sphere radius that sprint or fire their weapons. So, essentially, you create this dome and you can see all enemy that are moving around in it. Uh, it can be really good. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure he's pretty high up there too on people that they like to uh, play. Next we have Valkyrie. Passive ability, Vital Jets. Uh, by jumping up and ho holding jump for a short period of time, you can fly, essentially, because she has a, a jet pack thing attached to where her whole shtick is flying. Um, also, uh, she has basically, she basically kind of has like two abilities. Uh, while you're in the air, you can uh, look... Uh, for enemies, so like while you're in the air, uh, if any enemy is in your sight, like a little green triangle will go over them. So that's if you're flying, if uh, you're like at the beginning of the game when you jump out of the bus, or if you use uh, your ultimate ability, um, that can go, uh, that will show everyone as well. Your tactical ability is Missile Swarm. Fire 12 mini rockets and rectangular grid to damage and stun nearby enemies. I swear, I hate this so much because when I play Valkyrie, I can never hit anyone with this ability. But I swear, every time I face Valkyrie, I always get hit by it. And it's annoying because it's not the damage that really does, it's the stun and the slowing. Because you could be trying to run away, get hit by this, and you're stunned for a few seconds. And if you're in a bad position, you're just going to get wiped out. Her ultimate ability, uh, they accidentally named this Missile Swarm. I know it's not that. I think it's called like Skydiver, something like that. Uh, essentially, you and your teammates can hook up to uh, Valkyrie. And then you guys shoot way up in the sky. And then you can fly to wherever you want. Just like how you would fly when you left uh, the bus battle. Well, it's a battle bus in Fortnite. What's it called in Apex? I don't know. But essentially, you can just relocate. And that is why, like, competitively, Valkyrie is almost always on the team. Because you need that movement. Uh, you need that relocation in case you need to. But who knows with uh, the redeploy tower coming in to Season 17, how that's going to change. Then we have Vantage, who's also a recon... Whoops, uh, yeah. Is also a recon legend. Her passive ability, Spotter Lens, aim down sights to scout with your eyepiece unarmed or with mid to long range scopes and use a bullet drop indicator to see where your shots will land. Uh, so it just helps you aiming essentially. Um, I believe it also if you like are scanning someone or maybe maybe that that's her ultimate ability. Uh, you can tell like if they're alone, if they have teammates, if uh, what shields they have. So she can give you some good uh, information. Tactical ability, Echo Relocation. Uh, you have a winged companion named Echo, who's this small little albino bat looking thing. And you can tell it to fly off in a direction. And then once it's at that located spot, you can have like a short little jump pack boost up there. So if you need to get up somewhere or across a ledge or something, you can use this and you get a little bit of... Uh, movement with it ultimate ability sniper's mark 
you get a custom sniper uh, rifle that if you hit someone, it does like 50 damage, I believe, and it marks them so you can see them even if they go behind cover. But you also apply a damage bonus for you and your team, and if you happen to hit them again with your ultimate, it will do 100 damage. I don't, I don't think it doubles the damage for every gun, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I just know if you hit them once with your ultimate, it's 50 damage, and then if you hit them again, it's 100 damage. So I know it just damages that. Then we have Watson, who is another, and our last, controller legend, and her passive ability is Spark of Genius, just like uh, Octane, how he regenerates health. She actually regenerates shields, but also if uh, you get an ultimate accelerant, normally those items will give you like a, I believe it's like 25% boost to your ultimate ability. If you use it with Watson, you automatically get your ability right then and there. And I believe you can hold two of them. And you think just kind of like how Fuse can hold multiple grenades, I believe you can hold two of them. Uh, tactical abilities called uh, parameter security. You essentially uh, create electrified fences. You will create one fence post and then you'll create another one connecting it. Uh, it can only go a certain distance, but if you do, you'll create three electrical uh electrical wires essentially and anyone who runs into it will be slowed and a little disoriented going through uh your alternate ability is interception pylon once your ultimate is charged you can throw down this electrified tool that destroys all incoming ordinances and repairs damaged shields as long as it stands so not only do you have your passive if you're near this your teammates can also uh, passively regenerate their shields and if you're in a spot and people try to throw uh, grenades at you, they will automatically be destroyed if it's within this vicinity. Last, but certainly not least, we have Wraith, a skirmisher legend. Passive ability voices, voices from the void. If an enemy team is aiming down sights at you, you will hear, hey, you're being aimed at, or uh, some other voice line. So basically, if anyone's aiming at you, uh, your passive ability will let you know. Your tactical ability into the void allows you to go into the void. Uh, you can't shoot or anything while you do this, but you cannot be shot. Um, you turn invisible, but you also leave a trail. So if someone's trying to follow you, they can pretty easily follow you. Uh, your alternate ability is dimensional rift. You can you basically place a portal somewhere, and then uh, you have I think it's like 80 meters or 80 to 100 meters to go out and place a portal at a different end. You can obviously release it early, but wherever you go, you now have a portal, so you can go in and you're untargetable while you're going through the portal, and you will pop out at the other side. So those are all the legends, um, their abilities. Like I said, they all have abilities. There are numerous guns in here from guns that take light ammo, guns that take heavy ammo, pistol. Uh, well, pistols are uh, can take multiple different kinds of ammo depending on what you get. There's snipers, there's shotguns, there's energy weapons. Um, there's a lot <laughs> to go over. Um, some of the I'll try to see if I can uh, go over some of the popular ones. Uh, the Nemesis, uh, I've, I've seen a lot of people 
use it's a three round burst energy weapon that progressively increases its firing rate as you shoot it so that could be really good oh before i get the weapons i should uh go over some of the items that i mentioned i would go over so if you never played a battle royale game uh typically they have some kind of armor and here we have what's called evo shields and evo just stands for evolution and the more damage you do uh, you upgrade your armor. So you start out with gray. If you do 150 damage, it will turn to blue. Do 300, it will turn to purple. Do 750, and you get red, which is the highest. And gray, you start out with uh, two hit points or two uh, shield things, <laughs> I don't know, bars. Uh, blue is three, purple is four, red is five. You have shield batteries which take longer to use, but will refill your shields completely. You have shield cells, which are quicker to use, but only will do one bar at a time. And uh, the opposite to that is medkits, who will give you your full health back, and syringes, which are uh, will only give you a small portion of health back. I believe it. I believe you usually need, I think like four syringes to get like fully healed not 100 sure uh you have three different types of grenades in this you have your regular frag grenade that works just like a frag grenade you can bounce it off walls and stuff you have an incinerator grenade you throw it and a line uh, fire will go on the ground that will burn anyone in it and then you have what's called an arc star which will stick to any surface or person uh, if you come from call of duty it's very similar to a semtex grenade uh, one thing you have to know about Apex is that you have to actually find your attachments to the gun. So multiple guns, depending on what guns you have, will have different uh, attachments. But for the most talk, you get a stock that will help, obviously, your uh, recoil. They can be anywhere from gray, blue, purple. I don't think there's a gold I think it's just gray, blue, and purple. I think you can get gold only on if you find like a gold weapon. Uh, there's barrel stabilizers that some guns have that again can help you recoil. Same uh, gray, blue, purple. Um, you have different, there's different types of scopes. There's two times scopes, three times scopes. Uh, if you have a sniper, there's four to eight times scopes, a six times scope. Uh, if you find the gold one, there's a 10 times scope. Uh, there's also some guns that have special attachments like the Mozambique, which is a shotgun pistol, and the P2020, you can get a attachment called hammer points that does more damage, I believe, to unshielded enemies. So if, they, if you break their shield, if you have hand points, uh, you'll do more damage per shot with them. You For the wingman, and I think it's the longbow, maybe it's the 30-30. Uh, I know the longbow used to have it, but it's a there's an attachment called Skull Piercer. Headshots deal more damage. So you get a, a couple of those. The flatline in R301 used to have one called the anvil, which would... Uh, increase your power, like the damage of your weapon, but it consume more ammo. Uh, I don't think that's in the game currently, 
because I haven't seen it around in forever. Uh, one thing also about Apex that's really nice that I kind of briefly mentioned is uh, the map rotation. They usually don't stay in one uh, map. There's currently five maps, King's Canyon, World's Edge, Olympus, Storm Point, and Broken Moon. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have the time to go through each and every one of these, uh, just like I don't have the time to go through all the guns and everything like that. But I'm curious to see what everyone's uh, favorite map is. Uh, I don't... What map do I normally... Maybe World's Edge? I think is the one I like. I'm trying to... Try, well, World's Edge is Streamerville. I know that. So, World's Edge has a spot. It's called Streamerville, if you're unaware of this. Uh, if you played Fortnite, it's the Tilted Towers. It's uh, it's basically a location where there's like a lot of buildings, and so you can get a lot of loot. And just for some reason, everyone drops here. If you don't drop here, you probably won't run into anyone until maybe one squad until like the final uh, like ring because you either come out if you if you win streamer veil you'll have most likely red shields like all the probably best attachments there are in that area and everything you're pretty much set if you can win that the problem is you will have to face literally like 10 to like 15 teams that land here it's insane and that's not even an exaggeration literally 10 to 15 teams will land here every game and so if you manage to win it you're pretty much set for the rest of the match uh, and if you're not, and if you choose to land somewhere else, you better hope you get lucky and find at least, like, purple armor. Because if you have to go there, or if you run into them, they're, I guarantee you, minimum, are going to have purple armor, if not all red armor. <laughs> it's happened to me before. I decided, let's not go to Streamerville. And the best we found were, like, blue armor. And then the circle just happened to, like go past it so we had to go through it and like the first team we fought had red shields and we had blue we got annihilated not not the best <laughs> but that's one thing uh that i do like about apex over other battle royale is i i do honestly like the evil shields sometimes it can suck when someone gets up purple and you can't find any at the drop but i mean that that's with any battle royale it's always luck of loot at your at least at the very first drop but if you if you are fighting people you should be able to relatively get your armor up and typically as long as you don't land in like some area that's not like a name location that has like two buildings you'll find a minimum a blue shield and then after one fight if you because you'll typically have at least one fight at the beginning if you don't you choose a really desolate spot but usually after one fight you can typically get up to purple uh so i like it because 
don't know. I, I like the feeling of when you win and then like you see your shield get upgraded. It's kind of a nice feeling. What else I like about Apex is, oh, their game modes are surprisingly pretty good. Right now they have a rotating game mode of Control, Deathmatch, and Gun Game. Control is, you control three areas, points A, B, and C. And as you have a control, you get a, uh, some ticks, and the first to 1250, wins uh, obviously you try to you want to try to get uh all of them captured but a lot of times it's nearly impossible to get all of them i think i've only ever had one lockout game which is when you control all of them and hold it for i think it's a minute minute and a half and if you do that you automatically win but unlike cod that swaps the uh, respawn locations you always spawn You'll always have one spawn at uh, whatever end you're at. And then if you hold a location, you can cap... Like if you're at A side, you can... And you hold B, you can spawn to A and B. But even if you control all A, B, and C, you will only be able to go as far as B. They will never let you actually like respawn at C. Uh, you have a team deathmatch, which is exactly what it says. You get uh, two squads of three. I think it's two squads of three. I think it's a 6v6. Maybe it's nine. No, I'm pretty sure it's 6v6. And you just fight to 50 eliminations. Then you have gun game. Uh, gun game, if you don't know, you start out with one gun, one of the guns. And then uh, every time you get a kill, you swap to a new gun. And you go through all the guns in the game and end up at the throwing knife. And if you can get a kill with the throwing knife, you win. Currently, the limited edition one is called Team uh, Deadeye. Team Deathmatch Deadeye, where... It's like a sniper, marksman-only thing. Uh, you either have the wingman in the 30-30, you have the Kraber and the Sentinel, which is my favorite. I love the Kraber. Or you have the Hemlock and G7 Scout. Uh, one thing Apex, I think, does well is having these uh, different game modes. So if you do want to change... Oh, one game mode. Almost forgot. is Arenas, which is just 3v3. Um, if you want a, small maps and you have to like buy your guns at the end of each round and if you're more into that you can do that they have rank for that as well they have a whole rank system uh that's being changed uh next season so i'm not even going to go into that i could do, go a lot more in depth if you guys want to but a lot of it is i definitely need some <laughs> research into it but I don't know. I really enjoy Apex over other Battle Royales. Uh, the one thing I will say that they're lacking is their skins. Uh, typically, they don't have the greatest skins because, I mean, they have very specific character models. They can't... It's not like Fortnite. They just make whatever they want. But I do prefer Apex over Fortnite over even Warzone. Warzone's fun. Um, I've been playing it a little bit. I haven't played it as much... Um, I would honestly say I might still have more hours in Fortnite than Apex, if not the same. Because I played Fortnite from OG until uh, Season 10 or Season X, and then it became like Season 2, Chapter 1. Um, I played a little bit of that up until like Season 
two, chapter two, I think, is when I stopped. Then I came back for like season three or I don't know. I come back every once in a while, but if you like Fortnite, you like it. Uh, I definitely see the appeal of the building. That's definitely the core mechanic, and that's the mechanic that I'm just not good at. I'll be straight up. I'm not good at building, and I don't like it that the game is decided by who is the better builder because I could sneak up on someone, hit them once, and then if I don't kill them, they'll build a mansion, and I'm just like, okay, bye. (laughs) And... I feel like it's your building skill that's more apparent in that, but Apex, um, I'm start. I swapped over from. I've been playing on console, and I've just swapped over to PC. So I've been having a lot of fun uh, learning PC controls and everything like that. I just prefer Apex as my battle royale game, uh, because to me, I don't know. I like the legends. I like having like the different abilities i will say when i first started uh i i hated it (laughs) it's weird how you hate stuff and then you mock it and then you end up liking it because i hated trying to find attachments because when apex legends first came out like season one i was still playing fortnite i was like no why am i why would i ever go to apex apex is so stupid and now it's like my thought process has changed uh, if you haven't played Apex or if uh, you're a Fortnite person who hasn't tried Apex or anything like that, uh, you definitely have to give it a few games because if you're coming from a game where you didn't have to get like attachments and everything, it does take a little bit to get used to. But I mean, now it's like secondhand nature. I mean, I guess the same could be said about building too, if you want to make that argument. I just... Building just never really caught my attention. So Apex, I don't have to worry about that. It's all about uh, trying to find cover. You're uh, finding the rotations you need and everything. I feel like it's a little bit more strategic because you don't have that ability to just build covering. You have to actually be aware of the map and try to figure out where everyone's at. So I like that aspect. I will say, though, the cosmetics department is, uh, is lacking. So that's pretty much about Apex. I know most of it was about the Legends, and I apologize for that. Um, But one person can only do so much. (laughs) Hopefully the co-host comes back relatively soon. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this. Uh, I guess my question of the day is, uh, what's your favorite Battle Royale game? Or what Battle Royale game currently has you enthralled because like i said i started out in fortnite and now i'm over to apex uh i did play a little bit of warzone but i i think apex is uh gonna stay with me uh i definitely don't think it's the perfect game there are a lot of gripes uh that can be had about it but overall i still have fun with it at least currently (laughs) so that'll be my question of the day for you so thank you all for listening and that'll be it for this episode so don't forget us to show some love and support at patreon.com slash and of course don't forget to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at weebspawn you can contact us at weebspawn at gmail.com and again we have the fan made subreddit weebspawn if you guys are interested in that that'll be it for me today so thank you all for listening 
And as always, I will see you guys next time when we weeb spawn.